Lockdown. Our daily podcast to keep you sane during the chaos. 21 days, 21 professionals to get you through the COVID-19 lockdown. Hello and welcome back to day 14 of lockdown and day 14 of our podcast. Thank you so much for tuning back in. My name is Kirsten Farquharson and with me is the incredible Danielle Dutoy. Today we have a very, very special guest. Ryan Sands is a professional athlete. He is a South African ultra trail runner and South African hero. At last count, he had clocked 74,272 kilometers in racing and training. The Earth's circumference is 40,075. He has run nearly twice around the world. He holds the fastest known time for the Drakensberg Grand Traverse, has crossed the Himalayas on foot, and won major trail races on every continent, including the prestigious Western States and Leadville 100. He also created the Epic 13 Peaks Challenge. Some of the other stats include 3,360,000 meters of elevation gain, 48 ultra trail races completed, including 39 podiums. He has raced in 27 countries, seven continents that he's raced on. He's won an ultra trail on every single continent. 146 races, includes non-ultra races, road races, triathlons, and swim runs, etc. His longest race, Racing the Planet, 250 kilometers, 15,600 training hours, 258 shoes that he's run in, 1,872 magazine articles he's featured in, 781 TV interviews, and the hottest temperature he's run in, 52 degrees, and the coldest, minus 18 degrees. We have you on our show today. Yeah, thanks so much. Yeah, great to great to be chatting, and and yeah, really really excited to to be on your show. So thanks so much. Wow, we I mean <laughs> like just hearing all those stats is just mind blowing. You're superhuman, Ryan. That's <laughs> like next level. I can't I can't even fathom that. No, I guess yeah. it's all, all relative. Um very humble too. <laughs> yeah. That's one way of saying it. What what made you get into trail running? Yeah, I guess like growing up um in, in, in Cape Town, kind of at school, I played a lot of lot of rugby and also um, then like after school started surfing quite a lot. And I wasn't really, never really into kind of running per se, but I've, I've always enjoyed the, the outdoors. And last year at university, I kind of joined a bunch of mates. We were heading up to Nisner to run the half marathon. Uh, being a student, I entered pretty much lastminute.com. Um, and unfortunately, or fortunately, the, the half marathon entries had, had closed already. So I thought being a student and pretty young and naive, kind of half marathon, full marathon, same thing. So I entered the full marathon. My mates all laughed at me and said, there's no way you're going to finish it. And yeah, I went there and ran it on pretty minimal training and, and really enjoyed it. And it went pretty well. And then, yeah, from, from there, I started um, doing a bit more running, um, living again in, in, in Cape Towns started spending more time on table mountain and really started enjoying the trails and I guess I've been an all, always been an all or nothing person so before I knew it I'd entered my, my first ultra the, the Gobi Desert Race and uh, yeah I guess kind of everything happened after after that. Sure that's incredible. 
Ryan, these statistics show someone that is an incredibly disciplined person, both mentally and physically. What do you do to stay so mentally strong? Yeah, I, th I think it's really important to kind of be passionate about what you do and really love what you do. Like, I think for a lot of people, they say, like, going on an eight-hour training run is crazy. It's like, they would never be able to do that or want to do that. And, and I guess if you need to find whatever you're passionate about, and I always say, like, if you've got that, that passion, and kind of achieving your goals and stuff it makes it that much more easy and then also i guess like it's really important just to break things down into bite-sized chunks so for me um like kind of running a hundred miler like if i had to wake up in the morning and say cool i'm gonna run 160 k's today it feels pretty like overwhelming and mentally i wouldn't be able to like do that but if i break it down and to say cool they they're 14 aid stations. They're on average like 12 kilometers apart and just focus on getting from one aid station to the next and breaking the rest onto lots of bite-sized chunks and really just focusing on those small bite-sized chunks. It makes it like much more mentally achievable. And I guess, I suppose it's the same with kind of lockdown. Um, I think it's just important to just focus on getting through one day at a time and celebrating the, the kind of smaller victories each day, even if it's every day, like kind of, pick one or two things you would like to achieve or kind of feel like you want to do to make the day feel kind of worthwhile and to tick those off. And I guess before you know it, um, we would have, would have gotten, gotten through this. Ryan, how, how have you coped being confined into your home? I mean, you're known for running across Nepal. You've now been confined into this tiny space. How are you managing? Yeah, I guess like it, the, the first week wasn't, too bad um but like the second week now i definitely started to feel like a lot more camp fever and I, I would also say i guess it's just the un uncertainty i'm someone who's never like i don't enjoy uncertainty but um it is what it is and i think it's just important to to really like focus on the positives yes i'm definitely not getting the amount of running in i'd like to do um like a lot of events are getting cancelled obviously like there are lots of like consequences um for that but i think it's just like i'm also lucky that I'm, that I'm able to spend a lot of quality time with with my family i've got a young son like it's it's been great to to focus on on those those positives and um yeah i guess it's it's like important just to focus on the on those positives because because right now that's all we we got like kind of fixating on things we can't control isn't gonna gonna help the the, the situation so yeah i've tried to stay positive stay stay busy and um, like i said just try and do things that i probably wouldn't have time to do um and yeah i, I guess just to impress like with everything like slowing down a bit bit more i guess it's 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 not not a bad thing um from like a training training point of, of view I've, I've been doing a lot more kind of strength training and just really realizing that kind of running around a garden, my garden is probably not going to get me in the, in the best like running shape. It's not like ideal training. So like kind of just focusing on kind of doing some strength training and, and trying to get in a good block of, of strength that will, will make me stronger for when, when I'm able to, to start training. So I guess just yeah, trying to, trying to focus on, on what you can do as, as opposed to kind of what you, what you can't do and just, yeah, really kind of, break it down into in like this whole process into bite-sized chunks and just kind of tick it off slowly but but, but surely sure 
We've also seen on Instagram how you have been exercising with your little son, which has been really incredible and quite inspiring. You know, you're spending so much quality time, you're incorporating your son into workouts, and that's been really special to see. Thanks, Yana. It's been, as I say, they like they have been like obviously the overall kind of scenario is is negative, but I think kind of through that the yeah, kind of been able to, to have some really cool and, and special family family moments. Sure. Um, Ryan, lockdown could could take a toll, like you've said, on people's fitness levels and endurance. What are your plans on getting back into into your fitness after lockdown? And I'm almost just thinking, you know, the lockdown period, I mean, it's three weeks, but that could be the same for sort of injuries and things. So what is your sort of go-to plan to bring your fitness up after lockdown? Yeah, so, so like I said, I'm definitely kind of pretty sure, or I know, like I'll definitely lose some of my actual running fitness, like I'm not getting in, in the long, long runs. But um, I think now, I've just, that's why I really try to focus on, on strength work and, and doing lots of mobility stuff and, and really like an inverted commas, almost like trying to bulletproof myself. So like when I do come back and, and start picking up, up the volume, at least like my body's strong, um, I've got good mobility, I'm, I'm moving correctly and, and, and well, and that, that definitely kind of, kind of will hopefully um, reduce my, my chances of, of injury. And also, again, I guess just like, I guess being an, an ultra distance runner, or I suppose like a lot of people who say are training for maybe, be comrades coming up or, or something like that they've probably been doing a lot of running so also maybe just using this this period to to try and stay like relatively fit and and, and healthy but also give your, your legs a little bit of a, a break so you can jump into things um afterwards so yeah so, so again but i guess there is like i've seen a lot of people that they've managed to to keep like relatively fit by just kind of doing lots of lots of of laps and yeah, I've noticed like virtual races are, are popping up all around the world. Um, I think it was Michael Wardian, I know an ultra runner from America, he ran, she's either like 450 or like 600 kilometers. Um, obviously in, in where he stays, they're not, I think you're restricted to like within a certain distance from your, from your house. So he could run, but he was, so basically our backyard ultra works to put a run, I think it's eight kilometers um every hour like five five miles every hour and yeah he did that for like about three days or something crazy and it was like a big global thing and and i know like this weekend i'm doing an, an spca virtual virtual race um so there's yeah there's, there's lots of cool things that guys can do to just kind of keep relative fitness obviously it's not going to be the same as either being out on the trails or out on, on a long road but again just making the most of what you what you've got and i guess probably through all of this, hopefully it'll make us all like even more like mentally strong, which is is really important when it comes to kind of sports and, and endurance events, or I guess any any kind of um, kind of physical uh, challenge. So Ryan, I'm the most keen to know what trail are you dying to hit first when you when after lockdown's done? What are you going to hit first? Do <laughs> uh, trail after after lockdown definitely. Um, Probably like some of the the thirteen peaks route, especially the stuff over like table table mountain kind of the the main kind of uh table mountain section um I know the day before or two or three days before lockdown, I was gonna do it kind of a last minute dot com thirteen peaks just to try to get some some running out of my system and uh sand parks actually kind of um closed the the park down uh, a day or two 
too early, so I had to put that on, on ice. But yeah, they're definitely keen to, to get out on, onto Table Mountain. Um, I think just any any trails now, I think kind of having not being able to do any any trail running, I'm definitely not gonna be be overly fussy. Um and also I think I'd love to to head back out to to George area to to run the, the five peaks router again, um kind of two or three weeks before lockdown. I was out in that 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 area and it's just like incredible. I think it just also I think being kind of stuck at home has has made me want to do like more local micro adventures and just kind of get out get out there and, and do and do some exploring. I know many people are definitely missing the trails. I know with your 13 Peaks Challenge, I mean it's super famous in South Africa. It's an incredible, incredible event. Are there ways that people could do like a mini 13 peaks? in their garden. I know that's popping up on Instagram a little bit, pretending that certain parts of their garden are different peaks. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I did, did post something like, like that. And, um, yeah, one, one guy did, did do like a mini 13 peaks in his, in his garden, uh, which was, which was super cool. And yeah, I've, I've kind of encouraged it saying, obviously you're not going to get an official 13 peaks, <laughs> but like I, yeah, I, I encourage people to kind of, estimate how long it would take them to kind of tag each peak and then do a physical activity similar to to that and just kind of yeah i guess just be be creative like for me 13 peaks started out of just a kind of kind of a random idea which i kind of always enjoy dreaming up ham stuff so like i've i've encouraged people to to do the same in their back back gardens or at at, at home and just kind of dream up something um it doesn't have to be necessarily running around your garden whether it's doing a whole bunch of push-ups or whatever you want to want to do i guess just just going out there having a bit of, bit of fun and, and trying to trying to stay active i think kirst and i there could be hope for us to do a mini 13 peaks in the garden maybe not the real thing just yet but it could be a good practice run definitely i could i could absolutely achieve 13 mini peaks but yeah, 13 real peaks is definitely just a little bit <laughs> in my range right now. <laughs> Ryan, tell us, what if you could give people of South Africa during this lockdown period one take-home message, what would you want them to, to leave this podcast with? Yeah, again, I might have already mentioned it earlier, but I think just really trying to focus on, on, the, on the positive. Um, I think we, we're all kind of going through... through um, this together and kind of yeah again just taking it one step at, at a time and kind of we will get 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 through this and, and just remember we kind of everyone is is going through this and even not necessarily south africa it's it's a kind of a global pan pandemic um so really just to try and stay positive also just be be patient and and kind i know it's it's difficult everyone's kind of everyone's anxiety levels are that much higher kind of be frustrated uncertainty there's obviously massive financial consequences um so it's not a it's not an ideal situation so yeah i guess really just be kind and patient um and e even more so now because i guess you don't know what's kind of like someone else is, is is going through and having to to deal with and maybe they're a little bit like short with you or something like that and it's like easy just to kind of like also just get get short and yeah i think just just being kind um i go back to to the great himalaya trail that that reno and myself did in 2018 just kind of for me the biggest thing that'll that'll stand out from that is just how kind the 
the local people were there and just how they just kind of opened their, their arms to us and just um, basically we wouldn't have, have, have got through that if it wasn't for the people and, and for them maybe it was like a really small gesture but but for us it was was really big so yeah I think if people can just do the do the same just try and be a little bit but kinder if you've got extra try and give or, or or donate i think it's it's up to us to to all get through this together and, and to to pull pull together sure so ryan i remember watching that documentary of your himalayas trail and i think one thing that really stood out for me was not only your sense of resilience and courage but also really your strength of character and your compassion so not only how you were impacted by the people that you were passing but also just sort of the camaraderie between you and Rainer and your care and compassion for him I mean that's that was something that really stood out and in interviewing you today we can see just how positive you are and how creative you are and I think that's going to be a resource for so many South Africans you know your your strength of character your your sense of resilience prioritizing your family during this time and really just your your love for the trails is really so so evident and so clear it kind of like bleeds from you it's it's incredible it's making me want to go outside and run so thank you so much for being here with us today and just to leave our listeners if you do want to go uh, follow ryan on instagram you can search for him ryan sands that's s-a-n-d-e-s or you can go have a look at his epic 13 peak challenge so you can search for 13 peaks on Instagram as well. Thank you so much, Ryan, for being here with us today. Thank you, Ryan. You've been an absolute hero. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for, for having me. Thank you. Take care of yourself. Good luck with lockdown. Awesome. Thanks so much. So that's it for us. We will see you next time on How to Mental Health Lockdown Edition. Stay sane, everybody. We'll check in later. See you soon. <laughs>